if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Sunday Fun Day. And today my lovely guest is Stephanie Tejada. Welcome, 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 Stephanie. I'm so glad I found you. I started finding some of your skits. I went down a rabbit hole and I was like, this girl is so relatable to me, to me. I love <laughs> that. Thank you. And thank you for pronouncing my last name right. You Well, I've been through that before where people, we know how us Latinas, when they say our last name's wrong or, or mispronounce it, have been through that. All the so, time. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, like I said, I went through a rabbit hole. I did not know you were on the Bad Girls Club, though. I was. It was a while ago. <laughs> it was a while ago? Yeah, because I went down a rabbit hole and I first found your skits and I, I was like, oh, I've got to have this girl on. And praying and praying, praying. And lucky Aww. I got through and you answered your email, which was absolutely beautiful because I do want to promote uh, as many Latinx comedians I can on my show. Uh, where are you from? Tell us about yourself. I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Uh, now I reside in sunny California. <laughs> nice. And how, when did you start becoming a comic and how did this journey come about? So I've always been like doing comedy in a way, like literally since I could talk, I would do like impressions. I used to do like home videos. Like it's just always kind of been something that was naturally in me. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started doing videos on social media, like, you know, my space. <laughs> Long time sure ago. My age here. Yeah. My space, Vine. Um, And then I wanted to do the Bad Girls Club. So I had auditioned. There was a season where it was like, oh, they were going to do best friends or sisters. Mm -hmm. They didn't know which way they were going. So me and my best friend went to go do that. And I had a call back. It was going great. They wanted to talk to me on Skype. And I was in Orlando at the time. And there was a hurricane happening. So the power goes out in the middle of my interview. And I'm like, well, there goes that, right? Mm -hmm. They contacted me like two years later. And they wanted me to do their social media season. So they still had me in their like roster of contacts from that initial audition that failed. And I was like, that's that. (laughs) (laughs) And they asked me to do the Bad Girls Club. And I did that. And I just wanted to move. I wanted to just get like a a fresh start, you know. So I moved to California. And I felt like I got to try stand up comedy. I don't know. I just feel like I need to do it. And I went for it, fell in love with it. And I just been doing it for it's going to be what? six years 
Wow, six years. Yeah, it's gonna be six or five. I want to say it's six years at this point. Wow, that's a and you're pretty. How old are you now? You're thirty six. Oh, okay. I'm thinking <laughs> you're twenty eight. No, I'm thirty four. You're thirty. I thought you were twenty eight, twenty seven. Right, that's when I did the Bad Girls Club. That's why I was like, that was a while oh, ago. Oh, okay. No, but uh, you know what it is, is we're all Latina. So we look way younger. That's why I keep on thinking like you're old enough to be my, my kid's age. And you're actually, (laughs) there's a meme. Have you seen this meme? And it goes around and it has JLo and it has uh, Sophia on it. And they say, uh, Latinas be like, I'm 105. Oh yeah. (laughs) I really thought you were like 27. I thought you were like a babe. Well, you still play. So you, uh, when you go out, do you ever audition for anything or lately? Cause you look young. Oh, well, thank you. I do more like social media stuff. You know, I'm trying to get more into acting, um, mm-hmm. but right now I do like social media content. So everything's kind of like whatever I want it to be, <laughs> you but I do, uh, I do more modeling than acting right now. Oh, okay. Okay. And I see you've been at uh, the comedy store. That's my favorite club. Oh, I love the comedy store. Yeah, I did two roast battles there. Oh, you did? Tell tell me about that. So the first one was, I had only been doing comedy at this point for like six months, mind you. So I was very fresh in stand up um, and comedy as a profession, I guess. Uh And um, Jasmine Lay shout out to Jasmine. She asked me because on the bad girls club, the season I was on because it was social media, that was like the theme. They Mm kind of like catered to like our personalities and like what our social media is. So mine was sketches, comedy. So they brought Alex Hooper, who was on America's Got Talent, shout out to Alex, Mm -hmm. to come to the house to do like, uh, he hosted like a roast Mm -hmm. and, uh, it was so she saw that and she knew that I lived in California and I was getting into stand up. So she asked me, would you do a roast battle against me? And I was like, okay, so that was the first one. Then the second one was against this guy named Ezekiel uh, Echeverria. He's a comedian in the Inland Empire. And I didn't win that one. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it was sexist. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm bitter. (laughs) But I won my first one against Jasmine. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. So what are, um, getting into comedy and all that, who, when you were growing up, did anybody inspire you? Any type of stand-up comedians or did you see anybody? Um, Lucille Ball and Jim Carrey were like my favorites. Uh, Uh I didn't really get like, I wasn't, it's crazy that I do stand-up now because I never really watched it like that growing up. I would watch it sometimes like when my parents were watching it, but most of the time it's like, yo, you can't watch this, you know? Um, but I would say my favorite comedians, the ones who inspire me now, would be Dave Chappelle. Um, and I love Ada Rodriguez. She's very upcoming, but I just love her real rawness. And she definitely goes hard for the Latinos. Oh, yes, yes. I love Ada. I love her. Yes, yes. I would love to have her on the show, too. She's absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, she's coming to New York April 11th and I looked where she was coming and I'm like I might be able to go I might not last time she was performing in Yonkers but she I noticed when she does come to New York she's like quick in and out yeah uh we just did a show together at the Laugh Factory not too long ago and she's just amazing I love her 
Oh, wow. Wow. That's great. So you, you, all these skits you've had, um, you currently do like on social media, there's a lot of cute characters that, who is the one you did with the puta? Racheta. Racheta. Yes. I love her. How did you come up with her? Racheta is inspired by like hoe friends that I've literally had in the past who like scam men to doing things for them, like uh-huh. to them. and um, my crazy like Latin family in a way. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's the one that I that that's how I found you. Yeah. Through those I feel sketches. like Rosetta is like she's a she's a feminist. You know, she says mm-hmm. a lot of things that women don't like say, but really want to. Um, she's Wonder Woman for the Susias. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So you were born in Orlando. You have kind of a but then you went to New York, right? Mm-hmm. I did my my little uh, down the rabbit hole research and then you ended up in L.A., but you ended up in you li- actually lived in a how was living in a, a reservation, I think, in one of your interviews. Oh, wow. You did deep. Girl, I deep. do. I, <laughs> I always would everybody that I try my best if time permits it. You get what I'm saying? And yes. sometimes oh, I when, love that. When I see certain comedians, I get kind of like addicted and I've got to see him again. And like, I'll look, I'll just go through YouTube, but I did. How was living through? I'm curious about that. That's what I wanted to ask you. I felt like I was on Survivor. So, (laughs) yes. So my man is uh, Native American and African American. So he had Mm -hmm. family on the reservation. And while we had just moved out here, we're trying to figure out like, where exactly do we want to live? Because LA is huge. And also very like, it's too much like, yeah, I live on, you know, I live in the Inland Empire. I'm, I'm hidden. I don't want to be in all the hustle and bustle. Right. Um, <laughs> so while we were trying to get figured out where exactly we wanted to be, we stayed with some family in the reservation. And every day, I kid you not, because at the time I had blonde hair, uh-huh. I would have to wrap my hair in a scarf because they have something called meat bees that literally like it's bees that like attack people. What bees that attack people and they eat meat. So oh. they were attracted to the yellow in my hair, the gold in my hair, or whatever. And I had to like I was walking around like little house on the prairie. I had on like mountain boots, like hiking knee-high boots, because we're like literally in the dirt. There's these like big ass beetles. It was there's scorpions. You hear, oh my god, like the first night that we stayed there, there's something called a screaming owl. Not oh sure hell no! It, but it literally, girl, it sounds like someone is being murdered. Just ah! like it sounds like someone is screaming for their life, and I've never heard one or even heard of these owls. So I wake up my boyfriend like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, it's just an owl." I'm like, "What the fuck kind of owls live out here?" So it was just a lot of like nature, and then you're so far from everything, so far. Yeah. From like the nearest store was like at least 30 minutes away. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So that you could hear the owls were that loud? Yeah, no, it scared the shit out of me. I literally oh, thought man. somebody was being like Texas Chainsaw Massacred Native American edition. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. They're coming. They're, they're coming to get you. And then you see like just all kinds of like wild dogs. And there was a guy on a horse, which is mm-hmm. like, just the local, literally the local sheriff on a horse. Um, and mm-hmm. immigration drove through a few times. And why would immigration drive through? It's their land. Like, Be- I guess because people, you know, 
illegal immigrants they're leaving because Mexico was like really close to where we were okay so yeah but it's it's to me the land is there should be no reason no I agree but they don't yeah they always want to harass though yeah I've been detained three times in my life in Mexico oh and I was born in this country that's the craziest Mm-mm. And one time they put me in a tiny room and it was like all these people. And I was going there for like plastic surgery or something by myself. They're like, why did you come alone? And then I was crying. And this, this, <laughs> I was like <laughs> crying. And, and uh, you ever watch 911, the one guy with the little shorts? I've never seen 911. Uh, no, Reno 911. That's what it is. That's oh, short. yes, yes, yes. The guy with the little shorts, right? Yeah. The little like. <laughs> some guy some um some uh, border patrol who had his pants on way too tight comes out let her go it's long enough because I had they were like what are you doing crossing the border by yourself really I was like checking out doctors and <laughs> that was the last time like I went by myself what the hell ever so yeah three different times I've been yeah leave us alone I was born in this country I'm like do you not care how good I speak English like it was crazy. Three different times. Wow. Yeah. I don't get why they do that, though, because if you have whatever paperwork documents you need ID, then that should just be that. And I'm sure you had no, that. They, I, I think they were thinking I was smuggling something. And I'm a female because we use our vaginas for, you know, storage. And it's, they, I think oh. that's what they at, yeah, I, I keep the, the time I want to marinating in there. Yeah, like, yeah. Talking about. Yeah, they were, it was, so I was like, I'll never forget that. Cause that was like, that was the most brutal time. And that was like seven or eight hours of waiting. And I said, oh my, oh gosh, my God, it's so scary. And then you're in a room, but everybody in that room is like, they're so calm. Like this happens to them all the time. And I'm like the only one. The regulars. <laughs> they were all, yeah, but that's crazy. They would do that at the, at the reservation like that. They would border patrol. Like it's there, whoever's there, that's their yeah, land. Have, and then, um, you know, the highway on the way to that area, there's a few checkpoints too, where they like, they had dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my and gosh. All kinds of shit. So you live right now, you currently deep in Inland Empire. Yes. Okay, because for other people listening, that's like living in Long Island and New York. (laughs) That's how I compare. It's probably like a good 40 minutes away from like Los Angeles. Yeah, I like that because when we were trying to figure out where we're going to live, it was like the gas stations had traffic. The traffic had traffic like it was just too crowded. And what they charge to live there is. Oh, yeah. It's oh, very yeah. high just because of location. Like I'm paying, you know, rent for like what someone pays for like a closet with a crack hat outside the window. Right. And I have like a nice, you know, good space. No, I don't I'm- blame you. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll do the commute. I'm not going to be doing stuff in LA every day. I just yeah. know that, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Well, a lot of people do live, um, believe it or not, a lot of people do live that far out though. It's common or mm-hmm. like. You know what I'm saying? And I've had friends in like Montebello. I have a friend in yeah. Fontana. And okay. um, yeah, those those are where the I feel like the real people live out there of L.A. Like because when I went, went, lived in it was a very weird experience when I lived in L.A. And the thing about like Los Angeles as a whole, like 
who runs it? It's all Latinos, <laughs> Mexicans. You get what I'm yeah. saying? But growing up, us watching TV, what did we see? Yeah. We saw all white people. But when you're actually like in LA, um, you know, it's a lot of Latinos and Asian people, a lot right. of Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's true. A lot of Asian people do live. So you're the good spot. And then like, I know the good food is like, where's it? The good food. I'm thinking like the good Mexican food, like La Puente. Uh, where else was somewhere good? That was, I was, I'm trying to think of the spots that I had. Just them, them hood ass taco trucks. Yes. That's where <laughs> the stuff was one of those. And uh, this, there's the, um, they have that seafood. What's it called? Um, not the pescado. The uh, seafood. Oh man, there's some. Are you talking about the shrimp cocktail. Oh yeah, I missed that. I love it. Oh god, oh, it's I so good. It too much. Yeah, because now I and after ten years of being a Southern California, I miss it all in New York. Oh, I miss yeah. all it's the stuff. The hustle and bustle is similar to Los Angeles, depending on what part of New York you're in, but it's so yeah. different. Yeah, I always stood in uh, North Hollywood. That's where I always stood at. Oh, like, okay. And I like the valley because, like you said, the traffic is crazy in LA. Oh, it's so bad. It's, it's, it's like literally the gas station has lines. I'm like, who's who's got like this much time? They need, and you know what's weird about the public <laughs> transportation that I I I remember when I lived in LA. Another thing that people don't take the subway. And you can eat off the subway. It's so clean. The MTA over there. The And I lived by the red line. And I told a friend of mine, because we were going to go to Santee Alley. You know, Santee, I love Santee Alley. And she goes, I don't want to be seen on that. I go, why not? It's, <laughs> we'll save money and time. And why don't she didn't want to take the red line with me? I haven't taken the subway either. But it's honestly because everything with COVID that was happening. Oh, and- okay. These homeless people have gotten like really bad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a friend of mine who I thought would never leave out of Hollywood, she left to like somewhere in Orange County, uh, and Anna or I don't know where she moved to, but she she left. I go, you left Hollywood? And she she was over it. People like knocking on her door and all yeah. sorts of crazy stuff and all that. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's times has changed. Now you were during COVID, you were all in uh, Southern California, right? Yeah, I was already out here. Oh, man. How was that t- that period of time for you? So that time I got really creative. I had uh-huh. to figure it out, you know, like everybody else. Um, I did a lot of Zoom shows. Uh, I started my OnlyFans on uh, during COVID, but I mm-hmm. made it something more than just the stereotypical, you know, and that's fine. Right. You know, I just want to say, like, I, I support women in general. So, yeah, you make money off your coochie. Go for you, sis. It's just not for me. Right. But I started doing comedy series, like weekly talk shows and spoofs and exclusive comedy and sketches and all kinds of like things on there. And I was making like more money than I did my entire stand up career this far. So it was just a really good like eye opener and mm-hmm. changed my finances and it helped me to kind of invest into other things and merchandise and this and that so I really like thrived during the pandemic I feel um like I said a lot of zoom shows virtual things there just wasn't a lot going on so I had to make the show I right. became so yeah you have to yeah that's a lot it opened up the door for a lot of people to be more creative and stuff yeah. like that with skits and everything it, it, it's because true I have that TV. TV is their streaming platform but 
what's cool about it is you stream it on your TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, the OFTV. It's it's an app, right? It's an app. Uh, you can download it on your smart TVs or like your phones, laptops, whatever it is. And then it, it looks like, you know, like any other streaming thing. You pick your show or your creator and yeah, oh, that's, that's where cool. Rochette's talk show is. <laughs> Rochette and Andy. <laughs> So, guys, you could go find it on OFTV. Now, with the OnlyFans, because I've seen a lot of people be creative, but then also because I have an OnlyFans, I've noticed it kind of went not downhill, but I just felt like it got too sensationalized where it got harder to make money. Yeah, because it's it's become more mainstream. And then what really happened was like you had like big celebrities like Bella Thorne and Tyga. Mm-hmm. And so people started thinking oh it's they're not gonna like what people were looking for on OnlyFans they realized that it might not just be that anymore and I think mm-hmm. that made people go away and that's why when they banned that whole uh nudity thing or whatever it was right. that everybody was upset and they like immediately took it back in the day <laughs> that's why they right. you know they know where their money comes from so yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I need y'all. I need y'all. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, people. you know what I think? It, the, the whole OnlyFans thing is like people all the time are like, I get these weird comments where they're like, DM me, DM me or whatever. As females, we get all these creepy guys that want to talk to us. So it's like, why not charge? And then you answer the DM and then we'll answer your question. I do it like it, it, the way I do my OnlyFans is like, I'm like, okay, this comedy video is coming out today. And then I have like photos and then Mm -hmm. this comedy thing. And then I do photos and then I like to go live and I like to do like dancing. I like to do workouts. I sometimes like I practice my standup. Like I'm going to go live after this and like practice my standup. So there's a lot of fun ways to make money. And I also started coaching. If anyone's looking Mm -hmm. for coaching (laughs) and uh, offering promotion to those girls who, you know, find it harder because of this change that's happening. Like I'll still help you because I have, you know, I have a platform and I'd like to help other women. So. Right. 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 Girl power. Yes. Yes. No, we need that. And we all do need to all get together as females and help each other. Cause it's a dog eat world. Yeah. It's- like I work with Jacqueline Pissarro. She's a comedian, but now she's not only fans doing this, you know, she got her comedy thing and then she plays Angie on a sociopath and a psychopath. We've been doing, uh-huh. A lot of sketch work with. Oh, yes, Watson. yes, I noted. I seen that. Or, yeah, because I watched all. I started laughing and I was like, oh my gosh, this girl's hilarious. You have to, for me, so I can live through you, you have to go audition. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like telling you what to do. You have to go audition for Saturday Night Live, by the way, um, because we do need. Uh, there was one female comic. Uh, so, what's her name? Um, God, I can't think. Via Sonora, she left. Oh and yeah, so, Melissa. Yeah. So we need another uh, Latina comic, and so I need you, so I can live vicarious through you. <laughs> uh, and, and then you can invite me because I've always wanted to go. Look at me putting myself in a. In a, in a way. <laughs> Uh, you have to know because you do have a gift and I love the way uh, I really do like your skits because they were very relatable for me Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, so glad to have you on and all that. Uh, have you done any touring or anything or how do you feel as a female comic like touring? Or you I mean, I to? perform all over if I mm-hmm. go like when I visit Florida, 
when I visit Florida, I um I try to, you know, line up as many shows as I can there along the way. So I haven't just done like a flat out like pre-planned tour. But when mm-hmm. I do, like, I know I'm going somewhere, I I make a tour, pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. You make a tour. Yeah. And how, um, I've talked to other female comics. Do you ever notice that uh, the guys get more fans than the, like, the the girls get the chuckle fuckers? What do they call chuckle fuckers? <laughs> Those, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, and, because uh, I discussed this with one comic before. Female comics don't get, like, that lusting that the men do. Do you notice that or you're right? You, no, um, it, it's just men, right? And mm-hmm. there's this there's a stereotype or a, a lie that yeah. women are not funny, and yeah. a lot of people believe that because women are funny, but women are also beautiful. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. So it's it it's not that it takes away from it, but it kind of like it makes it hard to believe. Yeah. For a lot of people, so. I just think it's just a stupid stereotype that a lot of people buy into, but I've seen a lot of funny women who will outsell a lot of shows that men, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I just heard that the male comics, I don't know how true I've heard this, that they have the doors pounding with women. Oh yeah. Because we, you know, comedians are like emotional support animals, but for people like we're people. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So people like to laugh and if you're ugly, but you're funny, that's going to take away from your ugliness. I make it does make men more attractive, but I've just always wondered that if the female comment, because I forgot who I was talking about on this show where we were talking about that, that like the males get more of like the fans, not the, the thirst trapping woman and the woman don't get that as much because of I don't know like I just get I get I get like the people that there's trap after me are all like foreign <laughs> not even in this country I want to marry me yeah like they're all I want to ma- I, I get so many of them and they're like I want to marry you and I'm like okay like send like, me money shut up <laughs> yes exactly send me money because I'm on Facebook I have it at Facebook and IG. I have it where they could send me gifts or whatever. And they don't really have you, you know, just have, you have it on your reels. Cause I saw it. Yeah, like, I do. Like, I, I just, I usually like, because there's a really cool feature called uh-huh. unread. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you do open a DM and you're like, what the fuck is this? You can unread it. And then it'll, what? It'll, it'll, how do I hold on? How do I do this? Cause there's people. How do you do this unread thing? Because there's so people you, that I don't want to read. and So you will go to your profile and then whatever the message is, hold on, you go back sh- and then you swipe like you're going to delete it and it's unread. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. I love it because I ignore so many people. <laughs> But sometimes because I do social media and every a lot of my work is booked through social media, even right. I tell them to email me, people, yeah. whatever. I do have to fish through my messages, you know. Right. Just, I knew to email. I emailed first. But yeah, I said exactly. a, a, a DM like that. Um, but a lot because, of people don't. So, and that's fine. But I just, yeah. So when I'm fishing through them, sometimes I'll think, oh, this person looks like a professional. Maybe they run shows or they book influencers for a brand you know I don't right, right, right. by its cover 
And then I open a message and it's like, hey, I make you my princess. Like, what? Yeah, like I have a whole bunch of messages. I'm looking through these message requests that I'm not even going <laughs> to. And they're I'm all sad. trying to sell me stuff. Yep. I hate that. You get a lot of people trying to sell you stuff or like these oh, agents. God, yeah, like, uh, oh, uh, shout outs and collaboration or email or message this page to work with this brand. Like whenever a brand wants to work with you, they're going to reach out directly. You're not going to have to go through hoops and loops to get through the third party and Instagram and DM somebody. Brands would never do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I noticed there's a lot of like, I don't trust anybody. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I think it was somebody and I'm like, oh my God, they're, they're being smart with this, uh, NARS makeup, for instance, I, mm. I tagged them on something because I used the product and all of a sudden I get an email from NARS, but I notice it says Gmail and I'm like, there was the sign and they stole the logo and then they put an address and I Googled and it was the location. They were so good. But then like, then they said, we need you to PayPal us. And I was like, oh, this is a scam to receive the product. The same thing happened when um, I posted Fashion Nova. Uh-huh. Or she and anytime you post a clothing brand and it's the same thing and you'll get all these oh fashion nova at collaboration dot that I'm like yeah you know. they're annoying they're so and, annoying know, just recently someone had uh stolen my friend's photos and videos and made like a whole nother Instagram to try to uh. scam people into doing like some kind of crypto thing oh and we had to like report it a bunch of times and get to take it down you know what? Um, I use a DMCA service. It's called Branded Scan. And if you use code Marcella Sobella, it protects you from that sort of thing. And so being like, I've got to throw in my plug real quick. But uh, Branded, <laughs> Branded Scan is actually a very good company that I use. And they protect your images and they stop uh, catfish accounts. And also if you have content like on OnlyFans, and if you use code Marcella Sobella, you get $5 off and it's only 45 a month. So if you know, and if anybody to use it for that sort of thing, because we always as females, yeah, we always as females, we're always getting our image stolen. And oh my God, all the, yeah. I was at a comedy show and someone showed me uh-huh. my photo on some dating profile. And she was like, single mom loves jacuzzis. Oh her, my she made God. her name like Janet or something. I was like, what the hell is this? Janet. And they brought it. They, it was someone in my comedy show who was like, is this you? I'm like, no, this isn't me. I mean, it is, but no, I'm, I'm telling you who I am. Right. You, know, you see me on the, the freaking promotion. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, this you is know? my name. Yeah. No, my one friend though, I was, I, I wasn't that I was jealous, but I was like amazed because I go, wow, they took your image. And like, finally, somebody took my image and used it. And I got kind of excited. I was like, finally. And it was somebody. Made it. I was like, finally, somebody took my. And then my friend goes, no, why are you so? I go, because she tells me stories. People are always, she's this blonde, beautiful blonde girl. And she goes, yeah, they're always taking my image and doing this or whatever, putting on a dating site. I go, nobody takes my image. And then finally, it was somebody and like. Dubai took my image and I'm like, why so far away? Nobody in the States wants me. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody in the States wants my ads. No, no. 
Yeah, but yeah, the the DMCA service will it does will help for that sort of thing, but it does be uncontrollable for some. Not for me so much, but for others. Yeah. I guess yeah. Yeah, I was I was when my friend would say, "Yeah, and they took my image and they built this IG over t- over 10,000." Like, <laughs> yeah. These people are crazy. It's so obsessive. Like, get a life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any comedy shows coming up that you're excited about or producing anything? Because you did have a lot of stuff, but that was probably your work during the pandemic, right? Oh, um, as far as like my comedy sketches and like a sociopath and a psychopath, uh-huh. all that stuff that's they're still new all the time on OFTV. And um, you guys could get it first on OnlyFans and you get all the episodes because I post select episodes on OFTV just to keep the fans feeling like we're getting something extra and exclusive. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I also have them on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And um, today, actually, I'll be in La Puente. Mm-hmm. Oh, I um, love La Puente. Oh, I love. They, I'm they're excited. So good. Yeah. So, oh, so that's where you're going to be performing today. Yeah. So to, I'm tonight, over here getting. Yeah. Tonight, I'm going to be in La Puente. Um, April 7th, I'm going to be in Santa Ana at this venue called The Dirty Bird, and I've been hosting their open mics, and it's such a fun show. Oh, my God, we love it. So many people come out, so many comics, and it's a really good room to, like, work out your material and say what you want. So a lot of comedians love that workout room. So if you want to try some comedy, other than that, go to my website. I have merchandise. I post all my upcoming shows and events on there. The Hub is stephanietahada.com so the dirty bird now is that um like it's an open mic for anybody or it's a comedy night but they do have one as well that has like music uh, magic i think all kinds of weird stuff (laughs) magic (laughs) i don't know probably (laughs) oh my god magic yeah (laughs) not too many people do magic anymore i haven't seen a magician in a while because magic has gotten to a point where like you have to make it so alluring because and we have AI now magic was cheesier before, you know, now yeah, like, yeah. people are really like doing some tricks now. <laughs> oh, now, now with AI, you really got to pull out some. Oh tricks. yeah. 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 That AI stuff is just crazy. Now you can't, I wish this shit was around though. When I went to uh, high school and college. Oh girl, me too. Oh my God. I would have done my assignments. <laughs> I would have to gone to summer school. I would have. Would have been. <laughs> so we're currently in Southern California. Where is your probably your favorite place? You want to say that you love performing? That you wish they would ask you back or whatever? I love the Laugh Factory. It's just the most iconic venue. I feel like everybody's in there. The biggest names. Um, mm-hmm. I love the Laugh Factory Hollywood. It's the fact that I've gotten to perform there multiple times already is such a blessing and the comedy store. I miss the comedy. Oh, I love that. I I miss the comedy. Well, here in New York, we have the stand, which is the food is really good. The, the lineups are pretty good. Like the stand is my favorite spot in New York. Um, but, uh, in LA, I love the comedy store, the laugh factor. I like, but I used to go on Sundays. It was chocolate Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, but now we need a, a do say uh, Thursday or something. <laughs> do say Thursday. We need do say Thursday for some lot. La- yeah, like they got chocolate. Oh. What about do say Thursdays? 
Like, I love Duce Thursdays. Duce Leche Thursdays. Like, we're all the Duce Latin- de Leche laughs. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we need to push for that. Push for some sort of, with all the other Latino comics over there in uh, in uh, Los Angeles, they need to have something. They need to have a night. Yeah, there's some people, but it just hasn't been consistent. You know, they try to do, like, for example, today, Sky, uh, Sky Presents is her uh-huh. entertainment company. She does a lot of Latin inclusive, like all her comics are usually Latin inclusive. So I think that's really good. Yeah. And it's, she's one of the rare ones that consistently are booking Latino, Latina comics. Oh, I got to talk to this one. <laughs> that nice. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for Stephanie, for being on my show. Please plug in all of uh your social media. I know you plugged in earlier on the OnlyFans too, but plug it in again for those people that didn't hear it for the first time that need their ears cleaned out. Thank you for having me. I just want to say it's been a pleasure. You've been so much fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, my website is stephanietahada.com. That's the hub. Everything is there. My OnlyFans is the new queen of comedy for all exclusive behind the scenes, sketches, all kinds of stuff first and free. And um, you can get merchandise on my website and join my mailing list. Go to my Instagram, Stephanie Tejada with two A's and click that link to join my mailing list. Thank you so much for being on Sunday Funday.